what's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. Are you serious about having major growth in your business? Ready to have a business that you love? Then become a member of the Biz Women Rock Academy today. The Biz Women Rock Academy has everything you need to master your business. Masterclasses, case studies, behind-the-scenes training that give you practical strategies for growth. A private members forum where you'll build deep relationships with your fellow biz women, get support, and share best practices. Building your business is a journey, and the Biz Women Rock Academy ensures you have the support, the education, and the relationships that make it a profitable, enjoyable, and purposeful one. Become a member today by visiting bizwomenrock.com forward slash academy. Hannah Smolinski is a newbie entrepreneur. Just a few months ago, she started her own business, Brighten Up Financial. It's a company that provides financial consulting services to intermediate businesses who want to increase profits. Hannah began our live coaching call wanting to get clear on how to best present herself to potential clients and figure out who her ideal avatar actually is. What eventually transpires, however, is Hannah and I getting clear on where she actually shines, which leads us to creating the ideal initial package she can offer to her potential clients. Knowing this helps us back into who her ideal clients would be, which then opens up the doors for how to create more packages based on their needs. However, and this is a big however, we discuss the giant elephant in the room, the fact that Hannah is a brand new business owner, and the folks she wants to help are not. They are pretty seasoned business owners. So how can she start to attract her ideal client? We talk about practical ways she can initiate relationships and help build trust with these folks and how she can get her foot in the door that could blossom into more and more business. This live coaching call is perfect for you if you are just starting your company and you want to get out of the planning stages and into the action stages so you can start producing results. Hannah is super cool and I know you're going to get so much out of this episode. So let's get going. Hannah, what's going on, girl? Thanks so much for being on the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. This is awesome. Yay! I have been so excited, so excited to talk to you. As a matter of fact, I think I had mentioned this to you. I had originally thought about like rescheduling because I'm actually on vacation at the moment that we're recording this, um, hanging out with family. But I was like, no, I want to meet with her. I want to strategize. I want to see what's going on. Um, And so I kept the appointment and then dun, 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 this happens to every single one of us. My alarm on the time zone did not go off appropriately when it was supposed to. And pretty soon I didn't show up. So sorry about that, Hannah. (laughs) 
Uh, but we're you here. Know what? We yeah. know that life gets in the way sometimes, oh but it's gosh. all good. Thank <laughs> we, you. We scheduled and we're here. Thank you for your grace. Um, but uh, we are here and I'm so excited to be able to have this live coaching call with you. So to begin with, what I would like to do is for you to give a brief explanation of your business, um, how you make money, what your services are, what your products are, and that way we can all have a good understanding of your business. My business is brand new. (laughs) That's kind of one of the main reasons why I really wanted to get together and kind of talk about it because I just started this company called Brighten Up Financial. And I come from an accounting background, but I'm trying to offer my services as a, I guess, a financial strategist and a kind of accounting specialist as well to lots of different small businesses. So I basically just want to help people be more financially successful, which I'm sure we'd all like. (laughs) That's kind of the main purpose of my business is to try to help small businesses be more successful. But then I'm in this situation right now where I'm just trying to figure out where am I supposed to be? What type of businesses am I serving? What stage of business am I serving? Uh, What exactly I want to be providing? I'm not going to be doing bookkeeping services, but I'm going to be doing more high-level, either financial statement um, analysis or strategy-type services. So I'm very much in the beginning stages. I've gotten set up. I have a website. I'm going to be offering um, services right now that are, I've got three different things that I'm putting together as my little brainchild. And (laughs) I'm trying to figure out exactly um, what those look like, but I've got something right now called a virtual CFO service, which that is something that I'm helping companies get a clear picture of their financial situation as it is now. And then also how to save money where we can and maximize profits in that way, but also how to look forward and think more strategically about the numbers going forward. So let's say we want to like grow, like we want to grow. Okay. I want to grow a hundred percent this next year. Well, let's back into what that really means. We need to do from what we need to do from the financial side of the business. If you're going to grow a hundred percent, that probably means you need to hire some people or you need to do, you need to do a certain amount of marketing. How much is that going to cost? And what is that going to bring in for you for revenue? So that's kind of that CFO type role. And then I'm also going to be doing something that's CFO light. I'm calling it a virtual controller, which doesn't have as much of that like forward thinking service, but that uh, virtual controller would be more like um, just cost control and trying to make sure your business is operating super efficiently. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm also just also playing around with like getting baby businesses set up. A lot of people kind of let that financial side of their business be sort of the last thing that comes into play. Right. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to make sure that people understand the importance of their financial statements and what's going on and just try to help them get set up as best they can kind of at that ground level so that they can build kind of that solid foundation for financials going forward. Okay. So there's a lot of stuff kind of happening and in the works right now. Um, How long have you, you say that you're a brand new business. How long have you been in business? About two months. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. We're going to, we're going to get into a little bit of the history here, but let let me first Mm -hmm. understand how I can best help you during the strategy session. What do you want to focus on? What you could probably tell from my stumbling over my words is I don't have an elevator pitch. I am having a really hard time nailing down exactly what I'm providing to people. And and also saying any words that 
for people who are not um, the super financial people that they can understand how it's a value to them. Cause I think that's going to be the type of people that I'm serving are not people who are in financial people, right, right. <laughs> I imagine. Cause they'll probably be doing their own books and that will be like a part of their business that they're super comfortable with. So I want to make sure that I'm messaging myself in how it provides value to people. So that's kind of my first thing is that elevator pitch aspect. Okay. And then also, trying to nail down sort of that avatar of who I want to be serving um, or who can best, you know, use my services and try to get some clarity around that because I have, I have really big plans. (laughs) And then I also have like these grand plans for like growing the business and adding more people. And my brain is going like, Oh, this could go all over the place. So I'm, I'm trying to like figure out where I am right now, who I need to be focusing on. Those are awesome questions. And I, I do want to say that it is very, very intelligent of you to be so new in the business and be very concerned with answering those questions because sometimes it is very easy to just get into business by like, oh, that person can be my client. That person can be my client. You just kind of pick up business and... um you know, just to kind of like keep the doors open. And so you don't ever really ask yourself those questions. I have definitely dealt with clients who have been in business for five, six years who are finally asking themselves, who are we and who do we best serve? (laughs) So this Mm -hmm. is, you're, you're ahead of, you know, some other business people who I, and I think it's really good. And I do also want to stress that it's good to consistently ask yourself this question because this, the answers could and most likely will evolve throughout your business journey. So you mentioned that you have a big vision. Tell me a little bit about that. What is that? My really big vision is that I'd like to be sort of like a go-to resource for small business finance, either directly serving women or maybe not, maybe just small business entrepreneurs in general. But when I was looking for resources as I was starting this business, I didn't feel like I really had one complete go-to place to say, oh, this has so much information and I can I can find it all here. Right. <laughs> so I, I kind of want to be that, like I've, there's a lot of sources for personal finance I was finding, tons of business for, uh, resources for personal finance, but not a whole lot of singular resources for business finance and small business finance in particular. So I want to be eventually kind of an education resource, but in the kind of the meantime, I want to be serving enough small businesses so that I can be kind of building that, um, you know, building that side of the business, but then also just building that experience that I see lots of different types of companies come through and I can understand lots of different challenges and just be able to provide recommendations and education for people ultimately. So I see it going a couple different ways. I can see that education side growing, but then I also could see like the actual firm size build. I could have lots of different other consultants kind of on my same type of level, like that CFO type level. I could see it growing with providing full bookkeeping services on chat, like as the underlayment for providing, you know, controller and CFO type services so um, I could see hiring tax people so that we can be like 100% like full service mm-hmm. <laughs> altogether for anything, any small business needs. So I could see it going that way, but I, I can't do all that yet. <laughs> right, right. So let's start with this. 
Why did you get into business? You said you have an accounting background, but you're not building an accounting mm-hmm. firm. What made you go into business for yourself? I ha- yeah, I have an accounting background and I started working for a small engineering firm uh, in 2012. And it's actually my father's business. I went in and started working for him. And I just started to see that, you know, people go into small business typically because they have something that they love to do or they're really good at and they end up owning their own business. But then a lot of times that financial piece is the piece that is missing. And I see that that's a lot of times the reason that people will struggle or the reason that they'll fail. I see that even though people might be so good at what they do, they still might fail, which just honestly kind of breaks my heart. Yeah. (laughs) So that's kind of the thing. Like I want to see people um, being able to take the things that they love to do or the things that they're really good at and empower them to be able to make that into a reality for their job. Because yeah, I just, I, I don't think that there's any reason that people should um, not be successful when they're really good at what they do. In talking about my my father's company, he's an amazing um, engineer, but that financial piece has always been a little bit of a struggle. So we're working on getting that into a healthier place. And, you know, it's just just kind of the fact of when you're really good at one thing, you might not be good at another thing. Right, right. <laughs> so I want to step in with that like weakness part and help people be stronger in that finance side. So you must feel really confident that the knowledge that you have as far as, I want to probably call it like financial consulting, financial planning, mm-hmm. financial structure, financial organizing. It is definitely distinct from, you know, your accounting firm or your bookkeeping firm or anything like that, which is why it's, it's as far as naming it, I think it's really important. And as far as like figuring it out, figuring out how to describe it to people is really important to distinguish that. So, but I would imagine that you feel really confident that, Hey, I know how to come in and look at finances and help you make sense of those and grow from those and use your numbers to help your business grow into what you want it to be. Right. I do. I feel like when I look at when I look at financials, I feel like it's my superpower to look at them and be like, oh, this is your problem or this. If you change this, it could be you could be a lot more successful. So, yes, I agree with what you just said. (laughs) Where do you feel like you most shine? Like, give me a very specific situation where a business owner says, yes, I need you to come in here and do this. And you say, yes, this is what I can help you do. And then you just rock it out for them and you help them in a really profound way. What does that look like? I think that like my, my biggest strength is being able to break down the operations of the business and look at it from a financial standpoint and say, okay, this is helping move the business forward. And this is not this piece of the business or this effort that we're doing. This is helping move the business forward. We need to invest more here, or this is kind of like dead weight. We need to cut that off. I think I have like a big skill to be able to look at financial statements and see where the waste is and where um, efficiency can be created, mm-hmm. which ultimately will typically increase profits for companies. That kind of seems to be like, you know, at the bottom line, that's, that's what we're trying to do. I'm trying to increase people's profits. So yeah, just taking those financial statements, breaking them down, synthesizing it and saying, okay, what do we keep? What do we not keep? That Got would it. be kind of my my goal or I guess my biggest benefit right now. Got it. And um, 
I also, on top of that, I'm also working a lot with projecting out, like trying to create projections for the future so that decisions can be made right now. I guess that's another piece as well. Love that. Okay. That makes perfect sense. So in that first example, what that sounds like to me is a financial analysis. Is your business working efficiently and maximizing profits? If you don't know the answer to this question, I can come in and help you figure that out. And so within like Mm -hmm. an analysis, I would be able to figure out, hey, you could go in and say, here's where you can make this more efficient and therefore save either time or money. And then here's where you could add this and add a profit here, like that kind of stuff. Does that, does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that sounds right. Okay. And then with the projections, that sounds to me almost like, I wouldn't even say it's a second step. I would almost say it's like a third step as far as like what you can provide for somebody. So, okay. For example, if you had a client, the reason I'm asking like what your superpower is and where you really shine is because that is an entry point. Because instead of mm-hmm. saying, hey, I do these financial services, like that is incredibly vague. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. And so you can't really you can't really figure out who your avatar is. You can't really figure out who you best serve until you know ultimately what you love doing, like where you shine, okay? And I know mm-hmm. that we just went through this awesome, great vision that you have, but my guess is that you already know that you're not the person that's going to fulfill all of those pieces of that awesome vision, right? So you need to start, right. especially uh, at the beginning of this journey for you, where do you shine? Um, because you are the doer of a lot of this right now. And as you become better and better at that, you can now build a team behind you and your name is the brand of the business or you're, you know, you are helping build the business and you are sort of the, um, working on the business, if you will, as other people come onto your team. But in this phase, it is all about, you are the one doing the work. So you need to distinguish where you really shine. So if, if this financial Mm -hmm. analysis type stuff is a really great place that, that you shine, then it's kind of a packaging thing. Like what does that financial analysis look like? And then who actually needs that? And then how can we create a package that would give them an opportunity to take me up on this in a way that isn't scary and allows them to sort of tiptoe into this and then breaks this down into a couple of phases, if you will. So this is kind of what I'm seeing. So if you said, hey, I do, as far as an elevator pitch, I mean, it could be, this is kind of salesy, but you know, you can find a saying that works for you. But just like I had said before, you could, if somebody says, hey, well, what do you do? And you could say, well, I help business owners discover whether their business is actually running efficiently and making the maximum amount of profits that they possibly can. And when they say, mm-hmm. well, what does that mean? And you say, well, I come in and I do a financial, you know, a full range financial analysis of how their businesses run, where they can possibly pick up more profits, where um, they can create efficiencies that would save money and time. And I present that analysis to them. So you could figure out your own language on how to do that. But that does that sound like that is pretty right up your alley? Yep, pretty much sums it up. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so we have this recorded so you can practice that and, fit, and and let it fit for you. Now, the second portion of that is what do you actually provide and how how could that be engaged with, okay? So the second question, once you're like, okay, boom, that's it. That is a product. That's a productized service, I guess it would be because it's an actual service. But that that's basically what I mean by packaging something. So instead of this financial services, it's like, no, I do a financial analysis. Here's, here's what I do and the result you get. 
that. Okay. Your second question now mm-hmm. needs to be who actually is the person who's going to love that, want that and benefit the most from it. And you're going to have to answer this question and get really deep on it. But I would, I mean, I would guess that it is probably not the newbie because the newbie is not right. yet thinking about that stuff yet. They're thinking about survival. They're thinking about where do I bring, get, bring in the next dollar just so I can keep my doors open, right? And 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 they're confu- mm-hmm. they're overwhelmed with all the things going on. So they're, you know, figuring out if their business is actually working efficiently may not necessarily be where their most important priorities are. So what you want to figure out is, okay, who's that person? Well, more than likely it's the person who I'm going to call them an intermediate business owner. So they have been in business long enough to have a business model and they get it. They're out of the weeds enough of the beginnings of a business to now start looking at, oh, wait, I've been going after all this business and I've been bringing in all this business. Uh, am I actually making money? <laughs> you know, am I, mm-hmm. I've been doing all this work. Is, is, is it working for me? So this is probably that intermediate business person who is now looking to sort of clean up their systems and do their business better. Um, and, and that's the person who I think would get that immediate value and whose ears would actually perk up when you say, hey, is your, are you actually making the maximum amount of profit that you can make? Like their ears would perk up going, oh, yes. Like this is probably the person who has hustled their butt off and probably made a, a great high five figure and even into the six, mid six figures income, but their profits are really low because they they haven't figured out that they're wasting cost in all sorts of different places, right? Mm-hmm. So that would be a very worthwhile endeavor for you is to really write down and start brainstorming on who that person is. Now, because you're new in business, what I would recommend as an action item for you is to start getting involved in entrepreneur organizations where you are around other entrepreneurs. Now you have the advantage of being around other amazing women entrepreneurs within the biz women rock community, but I want you to go meet them in person because when you start brainstorming Mm -hmm. on these people, you're going to have in your head, oh, that's Jane. Oh, that's Jimmy. Oh, that's Anna. You know, like you're going to start seeing those people. And it doesn't mean that you need to go like ambulance chase those people, but it just means like it'll put, it'll personify who this person is for you. Okay. 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 So now the next step of it would be, well, how do I actually go and offer this and execute this? How do I get them engaged? So sort of a giant gap that I'm not even addressing is like marketing for you. How do you even go about marketing yourself? And I want to deliberately sidestep that because that is a giant question. There's a heck of a lot of answers that I could give you on that. (laughs) And it's a lot of time to go into a very specific strategy for you, but let's just pretend we've bypassed that. And now you're starting to talk, you're getting more comfortable. You're talking to people, you're going to these meetings and you're talking to people about what you do. And someone says, yes, I would love one of those. I need a financial analysis. Come on into my company. And now they pay you X amount of dollars for a financial analysis. The typical way that sort of a consulting type of a setup would work would be that you charge X amount of dollars for an analysis and then you give them that analysis and basically say, okay, great, Here's here are my findings. And then the second portion would be if you want to engage me to either help you take care of these things or assist you in making sure that that happens or, you know, for some type of consultants, it's them actually doing that work, then that's sort of another pocket of revenue for you and another phase of business that you can go into with that client, okay? So it's not just you like going around giving analyses, it's you, what I'm hearing from you is that you really care about getting deep into their businesses with them so you could help guide them, right? I find that like, 
I would be worried about being a little gimmicky of like, here, let me come into your business and find all the issues. And then I'm going to charge you a lot more just to fix them. You know, it's like when you, when you take your car in to get a checkup and then they find everything wrong with it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then they charge you like a thousand dollars to fix it. I don't, I I don't want it to be like that type of thing. Like I want to be by providing value from day one. Okay. I'm going to challenge you on this. And if you're listening, I want okay. you to perk up your ears right now. <laughs> when it comes to a consultant type of a business, you have got to own that your time and your brain being brought to do an analysis is worthy of value. So mm-hmm. there is no reason you should do a free analysis However, there's a caveat I want to get. There might be something free that you offer as a way to start building a relationship, but it's a smaller component of a full-on analysis, okay? So you going in and somebody paying you to come in and do an analysis doesn't it, that that to me doesn't feel gimmicky. That to me feels like, "Hey, I'm going to give you all this information and it's not gimmicky because they're going to see how talented you are in recognizing that stuff." they're going to see, this isn't like a car where someone doesn't know, I don't know how to change my own engine. So I have to have an expert for that, right? But in my business, if I really wanted to, if you told me that I needed to go fix this part of my business um, and I needed to work on it, I could probably figure it out how to do it myself. Or at the very least, I'm in my business enough where I will get it and I will understand that, yes, she totally gets it. I do need to fix that. That point, I'm either going to decide, do I want and have the time to do it myself or do I want to hire someone to help me do that and to assist me to do that? Your value begins the moment that your brain and your experience looks into a business and you get to shine your superpower on it. And I want you to think about how you can ideally charge for that in a way that's valuable for all parties involved. It's valuable for you. It's valuable for them. And it'll be valuable for them if they so choose to engage you in helping them actually execute that. Okay. Okay. That's clear. Okay. So now we've, now we've come up with, let's say two phases. Let's say somebody has engaged you to actually take care of kind of all of these initial things that that really need to get cleaned up in their business. And now that's when that conversation can start happening about projections, because truthfully, you can't have a conversation about projecting financials if somebody's business is really messy, right? So now you can start having that conversation about a different phase. Like, Hey, if you want to, once things are here and they're cleaned up and things are riding the ship and all these efficiencies are working, we can now talk about doing financial projections that are going to help you really take what you've got. You've got the stabilized. Now let's go into kind of the future of what you want to go. Now, all of this is me totally thinking about how it might work. But two months into your process of this business journey, you don't have very much experience to tell me like, yes, that that feels right. Or yes, that would work. I already know that would work. And yes, my past clients, that's exactly what they've needed, right? And no, (laughs) there's no judgment on that. It just means that I can say all of this and it can look very differently in six months to a year. It just means that your, your job is just to go out and practice and go out and try and go out and see and experiment with all of this stuff. You know, there's only so much planning I feel like you can do in business before you you just have to kind of like get out there and experience it. And I feel like every single businesswoman gets that that first time in your business is almost like I'll, I got to figure out just anything. I'll do anything to like make income come in, to keep my doors open, to keep me in business. And every single day you get a little sharper about where you specialize, about who you're best for. And there's no other way to bypass that. Like you just have to show up and 
you know, experiment and figure it out and spend the time to get sharper and sharper and sharper with that. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) So I feel like I kind of answered those things for you, but your two main questions of who am I, what exactly do I provide, and who is my avatar? Why don't you tell me in your words, based on some of the stuff that we discussed, but now knowing where you are right now, why don't you tell me a little bit more about like where you feel like, okay, yes, this is who I am, this is what I provide, and this is who I'd be ideal for? I did have a conversation with somebody a couple weeks ago that it kind of clicked in my brain, like ding, ding, ding. That's exactly like what I want to be. (laughs) So maybe this is what I was thinking might be my avatar um, or what I'd like to be providing. So this lady, I'll just, her her name's Joanna. Um, She said, I saw your website. I was looking at what you were doing and I needed you eight years ago when I had my business. I was, I started my business and I was in it for like one or two years where I realized like I needed somebody in my financial corner was like the term that she used. I I needed somebody in my corner and she was finding herself like owning a business, running it. It was doing well. It was successful. But then when it came time every month, she was like, Oh, I'd really like to talk this over with somebody. Like I have these numbers, but I don't really understand what they mean. I'm making enough money but I need support or help or I have questions. So I was like, oh, that's that's exactly where I could be right there. I could be there talking over your financial statements with you and saying, okay, this is what it means. This is how much money you're spending. This is what you need to be doing to be bringing more money into your pocket every month. Like this is where you need to cut some things. This is where you can spend some more money. Like that, I would be that person that'd be sitting down with her and saying, okay, these are what the numbers are and this is what it means. And she just wanted that person to be there like consistently every month for just a little bit of time so that somebody knew her business, but um, kind of had that ongoing relationship. Right. And um, she said, that's exactly what I needed at that time. And I was never able to find it. And so she just kept on kind of doing her own thing. And she's like, I know I probably could have been more profitable, but I didn't really know how to do it. So I just kind of kept on doing what I knew how to do, <laughs> Right. which I just, you know, kept being successful at what I was doing. And she had a brick and mortar um, type shop. And she was like, yeah, I probably could have done better. I did okay, but I probably could have done better. And I think that that to me was like, that's the type of person that I think is, would need, like you were saying, like, this is not the newbie who needs this type of service. This would be somebody who has been in business for a little while, probably isn't super numbers driven and needs that support. So that's, I was emailing back and forth with her and I was like, I think you're my avatar. Not quite sure. (laughs) Because we were kind of providing a little bit of like business back and forth with each other. Yeah. So that, that's kind of where I was thinking I had written that down before our call. And I think that you were kind of reiterating that same thing, like not the newbie, kind of the intermediate business owner. And then probably somebody who is making probably upper five figures to six figures per year. I was kind of thinking five figures per month, like 10,000 per month, at least Mm -hmm. kind of what I was originally thinking um, would be type of the type of business that I'd probably be geared towards. No, that's good. So let me ask you this. So are you saying that she is your ideal avatar as she is now or where she was eight years ago? No, where she was eight years ago. Got it. Right. Okay. So 
she started a new venture and she's just getting started, but she's like, I hope that I can, you know, I will be in a place where I need you in a year. Cause she said right now, I don't really need your services because I'm just beginning my own new thing, but I'd like to be in a place in a year or two where I need to engage your services. That, that was, oh, okay. That, that gives me right there. Yes. I know that I can't, I'm, I'm not the right person for like the brand new business, but, um, yeah, to be that person when people, when things start to get a little more complex and they start to need a little more, I guess, analysis is the word. Yeah. And when, I mean, when money's coming in and you just, you know, it's not being managed as efficiently and effectively as possible. So let me ask you this, what, what are you charging for an analysis like this or how now, how do people typically engage you? Currently, I'm just doing a lot of, I mean, I'm just having a lot of conversations right now. So since I've, I've only been in business for two months, I don't have a whole lot of experience right. under my belt. But right now, I've been just kind of telling people what I'm doing. And then people are saying, oh, I need some help. Oh, okay, I need some help. But I'm, I've given like, maybe like four proposals rudimentary, I guess, proposals. And I, I don't have like a set package yet. And I think right. that might be part of my problem. I don't really love the idea of charging per hour yeah. because I think that that gets a little, I, I like the idea of value pricing where it's like, okay, this is, this is a package. It's providing a service and the service is valuable. Right. And so I, I haven't really figured out what that, what that package looks like yet. Do you have um, people in your circle who are entrepreneurs who are probably, now that we've sort of hashed this out, who you can identify as being your avatar? Would Do you think you have like two, three, four of those people in your life? I have been reaching out to every entrepreneur in my circle that I know of. And I don't think anybody... I have I have a lot of friends and acquaintances that are in like the creative field but most of them are not quite yet in a place where they would need this type of level of service. Right. Like they, they definitely need financial assistance, but um, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to mostly just get a feel for what their challenges are and money. I'm just having some, I've just emailed some friends and said, Hey, do you think you can help me out? I'm trying to figure out like what these small businesses, what your money challenges are as a small business. And I'm just having them answer some questions and things. Most people are in a situation where they probably don't even have an accounting system yeah. set up. Yeah. Or if they do, it's pretty um, it's pretty basic or they're not using it. That wouldn't be my avatar. Like that would be the type that like down the road, I'd like to provide a lot of education for people right. that are in that situation, but they wouldn't be the people that I could be serving with this type of financial analysis. So... I think as an immediate, like, let's get some experience under your belt as an immediate action for that. You know, I mentioned before about how important it is to go around and meet your fellow entrepreneurs belly to belly, like go talk with them at networking events, go build relationships with them. And I think as a something going on in your head while you're doing that might be if you come across your ideal avatar it might be worthwhile. I'm not saying you have to do this, but it might be worthwhile for you for the first couple of people 
to either do the service that you are providing free or for super, super cheap. While I'm not always an advocate for free, I am an advocate for earning your stripes and for cutting your teeth on business. And so I don't think it hurts you to go out and if you start building a relationship with somebody and you could say, hey, this is what I'm doing. And they're going to ask you, how long have you been doing it? And you're going to say two months. And you're going to say, you know, you're going to get in a conversation with them. And there could be a great opportunity for you to say, listen, I am really passionate about doing this for people. If this is something that you need, I would love to offer my services for you, either free or at a seriously discounted rate, because I'm really trying to get my business off the ground. And I and it's very important to me to prove myself in the marketplace. That's going to tell them that a you're serious. B that you know that your your work isn't a free exchange. Basically, meaning like you're not going to screw it up because they're not paying you for it. Like you'll take it very seriously because you want to prove yourself in the marketplace. And they're a lot more willing to give you a chance. One thing to consider is that somebody at this level, I mean, any entrepreneur, but definitely somebody here in this intermediate level, they're not just handing over their finances to anyone. Hillary Hendershot was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. And I remember her, she's a, uh, I would just call her financial diva. Uh, she's so much more than a financial planner, but she made the statement about like that her, the currency of her business is trust. And it's only when people truly trust her, are they, they going to give her her business, their business? So the financial spaces, that's, that's the number, that's what you're in. So you, you are in the business of trusting relationships. So the more that you mm-hmm. could go out and, and build relationships, become a person who is trustworthy and potentially offer a handful of people either free or super, super cheap services, it'll do two things. Number one, it'll, assuming you like step up and over deliver, which I know you will, you're going to get a lot of great testimonials for you. And those people can become future clients and or give you referrals to other clients. And the second thing it'll do is it'll give you experience. It'll allow you a couple mm-hmm. of tries to come in and say, yes, this feels good. Or, or, oh my God, this is a whole other thing that they need that I never even figured out. And dude, I could totally offer that. And now I know something else to talk about. So it's kind of like, free or paid training, depending on how you want to go about doing it. But that might be something good to do. Your job right now is to get as much experience under your belt as possible. And if that, that could be one way to do it. That's been a little bit of the, um, some of the fear in starting my own thing, especially in the financial field is just that I'm, I'm very experienced from a different perspective. So not from the perspective of going into small businesses and doing this exact thing that I'm say I want to do, but I have a whole lot of experience in the, just the financial realm in general. So yeah, no, that's helpful for sure. Yeah. And then I would say, you know, just to kind of like overlay the whole thing, cause I don't, it keeps coming up in my mind and I don't want to, I will do a disservice if I don't say anything based on this conversation and based on, you know, sort of these major points of like, hey, this is what I'm great at. And this is a great entry point into what I do. And this is how I can explain it. And then this is who I would best serve. You would want to take all that information and look at your branding and look at your website, look at how what your card says, and make sure that it's in line with that. You know, you mentioned a couple things like, your friend saying, I'm in your financial corner. Like, I wish I had somebody who was in my financial corner. Like, that's something that I would say, oh, that's kind of a nice little statement that I could have on the website. Hey, we're in your financial corner. Or, you know, you're not in this game alone. Um, don't know what your numbers mean every month. You know, let us help you. We, 
that we help figure that out so we can create more money and save you time in your business. As you're marinating on all of this, go back to your branding, go back to your website, go back to all of your public facing things and make sure that language is in there. Make sure it's it's easy for someone to to get that that's who you are, okay? I have a question on that. Yeah. So, cuz I when I first, you know, did my spiel at the very beginning about what I am providing currently, I was talking about these like different services and mm-hmm. I currently have them on my website as yep. like virtual CFO, virtual controller, and, you know, this DIY package that I have. I am kind of feeling that I need to probably wipe that out (laughs) based on kind of what we've talked about, at least wipe it out for now or have some sort of like stage one with what you're talking about with the financial analysis, because I could see like, like you said, going forward, you know, if I do a financial analysis for somebody and I make recommendations for some strategic growth going forward, then I might be able to have some sort of virtual CFO service to provide them. But I'm, I'm kind of feeling like, uh, I guess I'll just have to brainstorm on how to change that on my services side. So I'm very hesitant to tell you to put the stops on anything that you're that you have in the works right now because because you are so new and because you don't right now what you need is you need to try. You need to experiment and you need to get yeah. out there and you need to you need to see what works. And so I don't think it hurts you to have these things here like the virtual CFO and the virtual controller, but what's the biggest pain point? Like this avatar that you're talking about, what's the biggest pain point that they have? And while they might end up needing a virtual CFO and while they might end up needing a virtual controller, that's not their pain. Their pain is something else. Their pain is that they're not making enough profit. They feel like they're working way too hard for for taking home the amount of profit that they're taking home. And the pain is that they realize that their business really should be running more efficiently and therefore making more money and saving them time. So when you think of it that way through like, imagine Joanna, eight years coming to your website, like what does she need? What she needs is she needs someone to go. She doesn't even know where to start. So if you gave her the education on how to do it, you know, that's one thing, but my guess is that she's too busy to actually learn that education and then and then do it herself. She's looking out there for somebody to do it for her. So that analysis, that original analysis actually sounds like such a good starting point because you don't know what they're going to need until you actually come in and do an analysis. So that analysis, I feel, is something that a lot of people would be able to say, yes, I have this pain. I don't really quite know how to fix it yet. So I need somebody who's a genius like Hannah to come in and give me an analysis on how I can make more money, make more profit in my business and make my business work more efficiently from a financial standpoint. And then from there, then you direct them into the services that are best for them. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I would just say right now, like your number one... Your number one goal and like where all of your time and energy should be spent is not in creating oh, this new idea over here, this new idea over here. Your number one goal is to get as many clients as possible. You need as many mm-hmm. people to practice on, whether that's for free, for low price, or people who are like full out, like I want to hire you, you know, like whatever it is, your job is to get as many clients under your belt so you can show up, do your superpower, be amazing, totally wow them, learn yourself a little bit more about what your clients are actually asking you for um, and how to structure what you can give them and how you can give that to them. But you're not going to know any of that until you start working with more people. Yes. 
hundred percent agree. <laughs> I don't want you to feel overwhelmed with like, what's the next thing. So what do you feel like you need to do next? I think I need to go find some people that I can do a financial analysis for. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode today. I am so grateful that you are here listening. If you want to connect with your fellow listeners and start having more and more business conversations so that you can learn all the intricacies you need to learn about growing a business and growing it purposefully and making it grow beyond what you can possibly imagine, go connect with thousands of other business owners in the Biz Women Rock community. We have a private Facebook group that is totally free for you at bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. I look forward to seeing you in there.